Sunday. It is July 28th. I got my good friend Mark Paquette here for the Wind Daily Podcast. Mark, how you doing? Doing well. How you doing today, Jason? Pretty good, pretty good. So we got a, a pretty big Sunday slate. They're usually chopped up a lot more than they're used to, but um, we got 10 games on FanDuel. We're going to try to break them down for you pretty quick so you can get, you know, get to enjoy your Sunday. Um, the first game we got is this Atlanta-Philly game. Philly's been quiet. You know, they haven't been doing much all, you know, for the past month as far as offensive uh, plays go. But Gaussman is, you know, coming out there for Atlanta. So it's a, it's, it's a weird matchup here. I don't really like Gaussman. He had, he's coming off a good start. He's cheap. Um, but I'd be looking at the other side and, and, you know, possibly targeting Nola. But I'm not a big fan of targeting pitchers against Atlanta, especially in a pitcher in a hitter's park here. So this game looks like to me it's going to be a fade. Mark, can you can you pitch Nola? Can you maybe stack some Phillies bats or are you kind of thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Phillies certainly most about the most disappointing team in the National League. Um, offensively, yeah, it's really tough to like anything there. Though, like you said, going against Gossman, he could get blown up. On the other side, Nola is usually fantastic at home. I'm looking at his game logs. He did struggle at home against the Dodgers, but other than that, he's been really good, including, well, no, this game was at Atlanta where he went eight innings with eight strikeouts and no one runs a couple starts back. So I think... Nola is a GPP option. Uh, yeah, he's certainly not safe going against the smoking uh, hot Braves lineup, nor in that ballpark that's extreme uh, favor to the hitters, like you said. Yeah, so I think it's it's possibly Nola. Um, I But I can't really get behind Gossman, even though he's coming off a good start. So it's pretty much a, a better game to watch, per se, than a game that I want to use for fantasy purposes. Uh, we saw fireworks. In this Toronto-Tampa Bay game, you know, Tampa had a big big lead the entire game, and then their bullpen blew it up. Thank God I listened to MLB moving average, and we only bet first five innings, so we ended up getting another win there. But um, Torino's is looking like he's going against Sanchez. I'm going to play this the same way I played uh, Saturday slate. I'm going to attack Sanchez, um, get as many bats from Tampa Bay side as possible here. They come in under-owned. They come in cheap. Um... You know, guys like Choi, Meadows, um, make sense from the left-hand side. But also, Travis Darnot is just, you know, I'm a Met fan, and he didn't do anything for for us, even though he was a touted prospect. But he's going into Tampa, and he's just hitting with power, hitting with average. He's been on fire, so I can't I can't hate that play. Um, a Tampa back's in, a temp, a Tampa stack is in is in order here, but uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be the top stack with other with other games coming up. How do you like Chirinos? How do you like Tampa going against Sanchez? Don't really love Chirinos. T- uh, Toronto's shown a little life with their bats here over the last couple of days. Uh, you got both the, the juniors and Gary Allen Guerrero hitting homers. You got Brandon Dury leaving the yard twice today. Um, Toronto Rogers centers is a notoriously a strong hitter's park. So I, I don't like Chirinos there. On the other side, yeah, I mean, Sanchez has been a very bad starting pitcher. So let's fire up some Rays bats. But like you said, let's not go overly crazy because there are some other bats in really good spots. But let's pick and choose out of the, the, the regular Rays like you mentioned. Gotcha, gotcha. So next game is a guy that I can never figure out, uh, Jason Vargas. He looks like he's a good SP2 potentially on DraftKings. 
He's fairly priced at 6700 Pittsburgh has been, you know, slumming with the bats, you know, since the All-Star break. I can't get behind Chris Archer. The guy's got all the talent in the world. You just can't figure it out. He's somewhat cheap, though, on DraftKings as well at 7900 on a single-pitcher site like FanDuel. I can't get behind either of these two guys. Maybe for GPPs, I would, I would side to Vargas because I think, you know, Mets are hitting better than the Pirates. But I think these guys are two good candidates possibly for SP2 on DraftKings. Offensively, I'm going to stay away from both these teams. Um, how do you feel about Vargas versus Archer here? like it. I like it. And obviously, like you said, not for the faint of heart or a cash game pitcher or a one-site pitcher on FanDuel. But for SB2, yeah. And it kind of makes me stink, sick because I know Vargas isn't a good pitcher. But, Jason, let's face it, uh, the Pirates are in full swoon mode. They will probably not win this game as much as the Mets are in a good team. Pirates are the worst team in the National League right now, and they're not hitting anything. So it really doesn't matter who you throw up against the Pirates. He has a good a, a chance at a good game. Yeah, he went out there in, in a tougher matchup, and he was just striking everybody out um, in his last start. So he's definitely in play. I think one of the best cash game plays is coming up in his next game. You got Robbie Ray going into Miami. He's fairly priced on FanDuel at 10-2. DraftKings, you have to pay a little bit more at 10-8, but I think he's a good choice for your SP1 there. Um, we don't have to really talk about Miami being a bad team. Um, if you don't know it by now, um, you're not really paying attention to fantasy baseball. So Robbie Ray is definitely in play here. Um, on the backside of things, I don't really like Arizona from a hitting perspective. Uh, if you need like maybe one value guy, you want to grab somebody cheap in the lineup, you can. But I think it's Ray or nothing in this game. Um, Ray should go out there and you know have a dream matchup, faces a pitcher, um, even though it's on the road. I'm still expecting 40 points from him, you know, minimum. Somewhere in the 40 to 45-point range is where I'm looking at. Uh, Can you get behind Ray as your cash game pitcher? Sure can, yep. I mean, especially on a one-site pitcher uh, site like FanDuel where strikeouts are so important. You know, Ray's going to come in there. He hasn't struck out. I mean, his last – just looking at his game log, 10, 7, 8, 8, 5, 9. You're good for 7, 8, 9 strikeouts against this Marlins team. Probably looking at a win, and you're pitching in an extreme pitcher's park. There's really not much, not, there's very little to not like about Ray. I'm trying to get my double negatives down there. <laughs> yeah, so it makes sense. There's, a, there's, you know, I would pitch him over Nola. He's going to be a little bit more expensive, but I take him over Nola. Um, I take him over, you know, the guy that we're going to mention soon um, as well. But let's go into the next game first. We've got Colorado Cincy. It looks like Alex Wood is coming back from. I don't know when the last time he pitched, to be honest with you. i got to check here. October 27th of last year. So it looks like the B is going to be like a bullpen game. He had some issues with his back. He's coming in. Maybe goes one, two, three innings most. Um, So this is a game to load up on these Rockies bats. I know they've been slumping. I know they haven't been doing much lately. But, you know, I would approach it from both sides of the plate. You know, don't just think Alex Wood is pitching, so I need – Story and Arenado and Desmond. Think about it in the sense that he's not going to be pitching long, so Blackman, Dahl, and Murphy are also in play, and maybe even grab some value. And then on the back side of things, you know, Votto, Puig, Sensel, um, Scooter, if he gets to start, um, Winker, these, these, these Reds are definitely in play. Uh, Suarez, obviously. So this is a game where you can fully stack Cincinnati. 
you know, Mark will tell you it's probably one of the best hitters park, if not the best after Coors Field. So we want to load up on these bats on both sides here. What do you feel about that, Mark? Okay, one thing about Wood, I'm just reading real quickly. He did make four rehab starts, and his last rehab start, he went 85 pitches in six innings. So going just with the assumption that it's a bullpen start uh, game may not be the right way to go about this game. He's probably not going to go 110 pitches or seven or eight innings. This is his first major league start, but he has pitched in the minor leagues. Um, Other than that, yeah, you're right about it being an extreme hitter's park. Probably other than Coors Field in the National League, it's the best hitter's park. So it's not like the Rockies got a major downgrade here. So a lot of people automatically think Rockies on the road, I'm fading them. This is a lefty. This is the Rockies. They notoriously hammer lefties, especially at home. I know it's not there. But, yeah, Story, Arenado, I mean, you got to look at some of these right-handed bats. They're going to be far under-owned than what they would be at Coors, obviously. On the other side, yeah, I mean, this Rockies bullpen and pitching staff in general has been absolutely putrid over the last one to two months, and that's why they're about 10 games under 500. So the Reds are certainly in play. Uh, The one guy that I've been using basically every day, and he continues to come in at 3%, uh, owned in cash games is the Van Meter guy. Uh, just lock him in at bare minimum salary and, and go from there. He's just killing the ball, and uh, he should continue to do the same today. Makes sense, makes sense. So uh, this next game is going to be a pitcher's duel. I'm not going to target any bats from this game. I don't think you should either. Um, Bueller versus Strasburg is a game to watch. What, what cripples me liking both these guys is they're facing two good offenses. They've been pitching great. You don't know who's going to win the game, so you can take that out of the equation to kind of to help you out. Um, and then on top of that, the fact that, you know, they're facing each other um, and they're facing two good offenses, I'd rather just take Robbie Ray or Trevor Bauer uh, ahead of these two just for those couple of reasons. So I don't really see much going on here from a, from a fantasy perspective because – you know, there's better guys and there's there's better spots for the top guys that are in the same price range and a better chance of a win. Unless you want to sell me on on one of these two guys, maybe trying to pack it in as an SP two um, on DraftKings might make some sense. But you know, I'm going to stay away as far as uh, Fanduel goes. I like what you're saying here. The one thing that does stand out to me is how much cheaper Strasburg is than Bueller on Fanduel. He's uh, the the two. In uh, comparison, are 11.3 to 10,000 even, uh, with Strasburg being the lower amount. That's kind of surprising, but they're giving credence to the Dodger offense, uh, probably being more explosive than the national offense there. Yeah, makes sense. Um, now we're going into the game where we're, we're expecting, you know, possibly some fireworks for these Twins. Um, they've been swinging hot bats. They're going against Kobe. Um, this is probably one of your best stacks of the slate outside of this Colorado Cincy game. I think Minnesota, you can load up pretty much everybody here. Um, you got Kepler, you got Rosario, Polanco, Cruz, um, Sano, Mitch Garver. Wherever you want to go in this lineup, I won't hate. Um, I will have a stack if I end up playing this slate because I have a couple things to do on Sunday afternoon. Um, but if I if I find a way to get some time and, and make a lineup, I'm definitely going to make a Minnesota stack as one of my top stacks of the slate. And, you know, from a pitching perspective, I'm fading this game. I don't want anything to do with Gibson or Coven here um, in a hitter's park. Uh, can you get behind either of these pitchers, or you're you with me on the full stacks here? I will say Covey, for whatever reason, has pitched really well at home. 
if you look at his game logs, uh, he just doesn't get blown up at home. Where he has trouble with is on the road. His last uh, three road starts, well, last game, last start he didn't do well. He did give up five earned runs. But before that, a uh, start against Cleveland was one uh, earned run. A start against Toronto, one earned run. Start against the Red Sox, two earned runs. So for whatever it is, he seems to do okay now at home. Now, he did get hit last time out, like I said. And the Twins are about the, the best well-rounded offense in baseball. I mean, you got to put them right up there with the Yankees and Red Sox as the most well-rounded offensive teams. Now, they, they didn't come through last night. Um, so I, I don't think I can go – if I'm just making one lineup, I'm not doing a full twin stack. But I, I can't blame you for doing multiple lineups, uh, hoping that one of those uh, lineups go off because Minnesota scores. 10 runs yeah i'm gonna take you know i'm gonna take recency bias out of it i think minnesota gets to covey in his final game um so you know they're gonna be my top stack um with this colorado since game you know being behind that and then maybe tampa bay being behind that but let's see if we can find anything else as far as hitting goes in this next game i don't think there's much uh quintana's been good enough davies you know he got rocked in his last start but you know for the most part he's been good enough too Nothing too sexy in this game for me. It's going to be one-offs or, or, or nothing here. You know, maybe if you want to grab a guy like Braun or you want to grab a guy like, you know, Schwarber or Rizzo. You know, I won't hate any play because Milwaukee um, is a, a hitter's park. But these guys are good enough that they should – this game should end 4-2, 4-3, 5-3, somewhere in that range. And we're, and we're looking for, you know, 10-run games here. Um, any reason to, to stack these two guys up? No, this is a really competitive series. Two teams fighting for the National League Central. They'll probably come right down to the last game of the season or near that, just like they did last year. Um, so, yeah, I, I like what you're saying here. Uh, I'm not going to be op- overly opposed to using an arm or a bat or two, but it's not like I'm going to be looking at this game as my primary target. Yep. Now we got Trevor Bauer kind of pitching for a job, pitching to stay in Cleveland or pitching to go somewhere. We don't really know what the case is anymore with these trade talks. But, you know, Bauer is the top arm of the slate. He's going against a weak Kansas City, you know, offense. Um, when you're looking on DraftKings, it's it's 10-8 for Robbie Ray, 11-1 for Trevor Bauer. On FanDuel, it's 11-1 for Bauer. And then Robbie Ray is 10-2. You know, so you got to kind of factor those prices in. I think Ray has less upside than Bauer. Bauer is on. He could go get you 60, 70 points, um, and I don't see that coming from Ray. Bauer's been, you know, even in his, in his bad starts, he still finds a way to get you 6, 7 Ks and drops 30, 40 points. So I got Bauer ahead of Ray from a, a raw point standpoint. But if I'm making my lineups and I really like my lineups and it works with Ray and it doesn't work with Bauer, I have no problem, you know, rostering Bauer. Um, Duffy's been good, good enough that I won't stack Cleveland again. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't mind, a, you know, a couple guys from Cleveland, but I think you stay away from, you know, Cleveland bats. They did well on Saturday. People will go back to them on Sunday and I don't think that's the right call with Duffy. So it's Bauer or nothing for me in this game as well. Um, Mark, do you want to give me a vote? Is it Ray or Bauer? Who do you got first? And would you stack against Duffy? I think Bauer is more dependable. He's been better at home uh, on the road than he has been at home. Ray always has these games where he's at 90 pitches through four innings because he's walking guys and getting deep in counts. 
So I think the safety net factor is just you go Bauer here. Um, in terms of Indians bats, I mean, it's hard to ignore the leadoff hitter right now who's about the hottest player in all of baseball in Francisco Lindor. Uh, I've been using him the last couple of nights. He, he came through again last night. Not sure why you wouldn't want to go back, wouldn't want to go back to him unless price is an, uh, a problem. Yeah, I just think Duffy's good enough. You know, I could be wrong, but I think this game doesn't have, you know, the shootout factor of, you know, Sparkman or somebody else. Last game in the slate, we got Dakota Hudson, Wade Miley. Miley's coming off a good start. Um, he stifled guys in his last start. He gets no respect. Um, good SB2 on DraftKings. I don't know about an SB1 on Fandle, though. It's 7,700. He is, he is a value play. Um, he is one of the guys that I would drop to if I really want to stack a game up and I want to fade Ray, Nola, Bauer, Strasburg, Bueller. I think Wade Miley at 7,700 makes some sense in a pitcher's park, gets to face a pitcher um, in the National League. So I don't mind Miley here. You know, St. Louis has been heating up a little bit, though, so you got to be careful. But, you know, I think Miley's been good enough um, this season and lately to, to hang in this game and maybe get you 35, 40 FanDuel points. Um, Dakota Hudson on the backside, I want no part of him. And, you know, I know he's been pitching, you know, average or, or good enough. So I'm probably going to stay away from this game, you know, in its entirety. I don't really want to stack against either of these two pitchers. They're good or good enough. And I, and if I if you force my hand, the best play I think that comes out of this game would be a, a Wade Miley GPP flyer or maybe a Wade Miley SP2 on DraftKings. Um, can you get behind Miley on FanDuel if you want to go GPPs and, you know, get some extra bats on the board? Probably not. And the reason why is that St. Louis is – Really putrid against righties, but against lefties, they're only halfway bad. Um, and like you said, they're swinging a hot bat. So if you put those two things together, uh, I think they have a better than average shot at getting to Miley uh, in terms of he's not performing up to what he has been recently. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Miley will get blown up, but I, I don't think he goes six innings and gets 40 FanDuel points either. I think it's somewhere in between. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's pretty much the slate, guys. You know, it's a it's a big slate for Sunday. Um, you know, we go over the guys that we like, the stacks we like. So I think this Colorado Cincy game is a good you know game stack game. I think you know I'll go back to the well in Minnesota again, and then Tampa Bay is your sneaky stack like they always are. Pitching wise, you got the the aces up top, Bauer and Ray that I think are in the best spots. Um, the other guys that are up there, Strasburg and Bueller, you know, they'll have lower ownership and they, you know, they can go out there and Nola and can go out there at any time and, and put, put up a good game. But, you know, I'm going to stay away from them. I think the matchups are better for Bauer and Ray. And Mark, we're looking at another clear day. I'm assuming weather-wise. Yeah. Finally, it's about time. As I was telling, uh, Scott yesterday that the, the jet stream has finally retreated North. We're not dealing with a ton of moisture around. So, yeah, we should be looking good everywhere again tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. So make sure you check out the website, winddailysports.com. We'll have plenty of articles up later on today. We'll have, um, you know, our projection models. We'll get updated with the new pitchers, Vegas lines, picks, um, MLB moving average, and, and Capper Steve have been on fire lately. I, You know, I hit, I think, seven out of eight bets on Friday. You know, three out of four on Saturday. So it's been good to me making up for some losses that I had earlier in the week. So 
you know, I always try to, you know, spread my money around and, you know, catch fire on DFS or betting or whatever. But make sure you check out the site. There's a lot of tools, a lot of resources in there. And we're publishing a lot of NFL articles to, to get ready and prepare, you know, as far as strategy goes. And all those articles are free. So there's a lot of knowledge being dropped um, in regards to NFL. And, you know, we got to get ready. NFL is right ahead of us. The Hall of Fame game is on Thursday. And then preseason games will be in full swing, you know, the week afterwards. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Check out the site, windailysports.com. Everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we are out of here.